Today on the show, we want to talk about the retail sector and some of the big shakeups recently, not the least of which was Wes Farmers announcing it would shut up to 75 Target stores and convert another 92 to Kmart. Now, Thomas, because it's my job to organise the guests as well as promote the show, edit the show, produce the show, distribute the podcast, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 here we go again. You asked me if I could get Chief Financial Officer Anthony Giannotti at Wes Farmers. Yeah, I did. Did, did you line that up? No. Oh. Because I thought we could do better. I thought CFO, we're not aiming high enough. We want the big fish. Oh, we like, want the we want the big cheese. <laughs> the big cheese. Rob Scott, the CEO. No, no, you higher. Think higher. Think higher. Even oh, better. Ian Bailey. No. No. Introducing Adelaide comedy icon, the man who once spent twenty four hours living in a Kmart store, Jason Pestel, aka the Kmart lad. Welcome, Jason. Oh, thanks for having me, boys. Exciting to be on this groundbreaking podcast. Yeah, looking forward to your analysis. Thanks. Can I just get a Minimum Chips, please? Hello and welcome to Minimum Chips, a podcast putting the nom 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 back in economics. It's the world of money as seen through the eyes of a comedian and a real life economist. Oh, did I mention we're brothers too? So there'll be fights. Big news during the week, Target shutting down. Everything's being converted to Kmart and why not? because Kmart has all of the cool factor. Jason, you did spend 24 hours living in a Kmart. Uh, why is yes, Kmart, that is correct. Why is Kmart cool and why is Target not cool? How long does this podcast go for? I've got very <laughs> limited time. Can I, can I just put it in, in a little bit of context? So this is, this is happening. A lot of people weren't expecting that Target was going to go. It's happening in the middle oh, of, I a, know sort of about a retail. Oh, you... <laughs> Most people in the, in the outside, the inner sanctum of West Farmers didn't know. You know, it cap- happens in the middle of a, a retail carnage. There's high, high profile partly bands. my idea. <laughs> right. You're part I'm of the really restructuring. really sorry to every worker to crush a retail that was up against one of my favourite companies, but that times are tough. There is murmurings of a conspiracy that Kmart killed off Target. Well, do you want to go back to, like, what makes Kmart cool? Sure. And Talk us through it. Why do you love Kmart? To me, and it is dead set truth, hand on heart, like it, it reminds me of home. Um, because I get, oh. when I moved from Adelaide, from Perth, I used to, like, you walk into any Kmart and you, you knew where things were. Well, I don't anymore. That's I walked why. in there the other day. The checkout's in the middle. That, well, that's where they are. Now. Well, <laughs> I, 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 met, I, I met the guy that invented the middle checkout. <laughs> I met him. And he's got a window. He's got, he's, he's got, an, he's got an office. By the window. Figure that out. Wow. No one likes it. No one likes the middle checkouts. No. <laughs> no No one likes it, but it does serve a purpose. I was at Kmart the other day to return a basketball ring that, that was unfortunately faulty. I know you, you don't, don't like it. You don't return stuff. You keep it. <laughs> you don't like to hear this. What was wrong with it? Nothing. Well, we had to fill it with water. It cost and... a dollar. Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> the ball hit it, this plastic thing filled with water, and it split. Oh, it wouldn't go in, water... so it's your fault. <laughs> Kmart are very good on recalls. Uh, read on any um, Kmart Australia Facebook, mm. uh, any recall, and read the read the comments because that's where it's even better than Sunrise comments. <laughs> it is a brutal Kmart mum world, and if you cross them, they will destroy you. Yeah, right. Because you, well, you've got a, you've got Kmart lad. Are you the Kmart lad? Is that your that's your 
Kmart persona. Yeah, and I'm Kmart, and Kmart mums have adopted me into their inner sanctum where <laughs> you used to not be able to join their Facebook groups. And last year when I got flown over for Kmart's 50th birthday, what? Like, I was the only dirt. You were. <laughs> hang on, you were flown and, over <laughs> for, at, at whose expense? Kmart's. Uh, Ian Bailey's. Who's he? He's actually uh, the managing director of Kmart. Turns out he's the CEO of. West Farmers, so a little step up. So you're just hanging out with the CEO with of West Ian. Farmers after being flown over by Kmart. I feel like we've we've stumbled upon the Kmart sort of Illuminati here. Like, oh, there is one. <laughs> uh, when I was writing the show, I had to. I made I made Kmart Lad Instagram because I was too embarrassed to follow the accounts from my own personal page, and then from that, I was kind of doing a parody of stuff. Right. Not mean or anything, just like... Yeah, and just then trolling. gradually all the... Not trolls, like just like... Because the stuff is good. It's it's actually stuff that I'd buy. It's, it, you know, I got some tips on how to make your bedroom look good for less than $100. And, and then I started... <laughs> it sounded you know, like I bought, Curtis Stone I, selling groceries from Coles. Feed your family for under 10 bucks. Decorate your home for well, under you $100. You, you can. You've you, been drinking the Kool-Aid. When you first moved out and you'd get your little Kmart... $30 package, you had four saucepans, uh, you had your, your <laughs> knives, your bowls, your plates. That who, was your bachelor's Who got a $30 kit. package from Kmart for moving out? I did. I did. <laughs> from the CEO? Did he send you that yeah. one too? No, I didn't know him didn't know him then. Now right. I get everything I want. Could, can know, I, so I just to clarify, just to clarify, like Adam was telling me that you did two sellout seasons at the Melbourne Fringe on a show purely based around Kmart Comedy Festival, Comedy, Comedy Festival, Festival. Oh, Adelaide, and and Adelaide Fringe and Perth and Perth Fringe and and even Mount Gambia because they've got a Kmart that sold out. <laughs> How many tickets did you sell total across the shows for Kmart related shows? Can we focus on just one? Like if you go Adelaide Fringe, sure, yeah. Because I know I know the numbers more. Yeah. And believe me, I find this as funny as everyone else. Like an eighty seater venue was selling out um, every day, and wow. then added extra shows, and then that sold out, and purely out of greed, adding extra shows, people got money. But here's where I'm kind of clever, but also kind of dumb, <laughs> is that I know I know came up people love a bargain, mm. and so I make my tickets slightly more expensive, and then discount them straight away, <laughs> because then. <laughs> They'll go away yeah. and go, oh, how much was the ticket? Oh, they're meant to be 25 but mm. I, I only had to pay $14. That's I don't think anyone in the history of marketing has ever thought of that. That's the, I know. The inflated <laughs> price and then discount. So, so, this, so this isn't an Adelaide phenomenon then. Like, you know, there's some weird stuff that happens just in Adelaide. But you, you're saying there's, there's sort of like a cult of Kmart across I, the country. I have discovered, like, and people write to me and I, when I look I go I do love my stats so I go through my Instagram stats and where the target and when I make Facebook and Instagram ads I just post uh, 18 to 55 year old women in that city and then I just let that target my I'm a bit offended that you don't do think I'm does. interested in homewares I don't need you <laughs> and do you know who <laughs> oh, do you know oh. <laughs> I didn't I'm see sorry. you on the show <laughs> I didn't want about I didn't want about target yeah and look where that is <laughs> <laughs> but help me understand, help me understand that the business model behind Kmart because Kmart's story is kind of phenomenal. Like Target has just bit the dust. But when when they both joined the West Farmers family back in two thousand and seven, they were about they were hitting they were hitting equal. They were doing about the same. Target's tanked, bit the dust. Kmart is just going gangbusters. What's 
What's the secret sauce for Kmart? Well, the secret sauce is you've just answered your own question. It's Guy Russo. So do you know who Guy Russo is? No. So no. Guy Russo saved McDonald's. There's your secret sauce. Um, <laughs> That's what he did. Like, Genius. guy, if you do some research, I'm sure you do for your... Is this the guy who's a Guzman guy, and Guzman? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Guy made Kmart cool by, instead of going for name brands, and like, and that's what Target had all these name brands, just, you know, cut out the middleman, work out on getting quality distributors. Kmart does get a good ethical grade in terms of how they, uh, and sustainability, and, they, they, and they're still working towards better. And I'm not just saying that because t- uh, he had told me to. Oh, Kmart works for me. That's are you are you paid by Kmart? <laughs> Full disclosure, I am not. You sound like you're just you a know, genuine fan. Just a big fan of not playing to five people at an Adelaide Fringe, <laughs> and discovering discovering that if you just align yourself with a brand that turns out is actually quite good and does kind of reflect what you talk about. Yeah. Um, hand in hand, you can work on something together. So, so, this, so this overturns my understanding of how brands work. Because I remember as a kid, mum mm. would take me shopping and we'd get the Hang 10 singlets or whatever that Adam would get in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I only got Hang 8 by the time <laughs> Thomas had finished with them. <laughs> But like I don't, I don't remember feeling cool rocking around in Kmart gear. Like I remember being conscious that it was Kmart clothing. But you're saying you're saying that that um, Rosso f- focused on in-house brands and not going for label brands and developing his own brands. That that seems like a kind yeah. of unusual strategy to me. And I think Instagram was just starting and getting a bunch of you know influencers that knew what they were doing. And I've met them. I've sat. I've sat at the table. Of course you have. And they. They took a lot of photos, but like uh, they are some really lovely people. It made everyday items cool. This is what Ian said at the big 50th birthday. He goes, look, in times of, sometimes it's, you, you want to go, oh, look at that. That's nice. And they go, oh, where did you get that? And you go, well, Kmart. And now that's become a common thing to say that. And people go, oh, I'm not surprised. We buy a lot of stuff from Kmart, like in our house. But, you know, we're our, our kitchen stools from Kmart, you know, the industrial ones that everyone's got. That's the only downside to it is that you walk around yeah. to like all of your friends' houses and they've all got the same stools. To me, Target missed a trick. And we talked about McDonald's and they went with, they really embraced Macca's. And, you know, even like Scott Morrison, ScoMo, he really, he, like, it's on his Facebook page. He even, mm. like, has, like, Scott Morrison Morrison in brackets ScoMo. As a kid, it was always the house of Target. I think mm. the target might have missed a trick by not embracing the house of Target as, like, a this is what everyone knows us as, let's really play to it. And they, they, they lack influences. Um, April Fool's Day last year, like, I said I was closing down my page and I was going to start Big W Banter. <laughs> And like, I'd never got so many DMs in my life. Right. Like just from women, from women. Yeah. And uh, like, just, just God, <laughs> don't you dare. What you're saying is true. Like if they made it a Tajay and sort of upmarket, mm. but it, it's also. It's in no man's land. It's in between Kmart where it's like good value and, and good stuff. And then your more expensive shops um, that have the name brand stuff. Target's sort of somewhere in the middle. It's not really servicing anybody. That, that's that's my take. So I think that's what they've found out, and whether just it, sh- it doesn't really make sense. You're like you're selling quality items that are good. Like you know you you know that you can go to Target and get a Russell Hobbs or a, yeah. you know different kinds of. You go to Kmart, you know that you're going to get three different kinds of toasters for twenty dollars. Yeah, and return to them. Kind of look and third time lucky. <laughs> that's not that you shouldn't put. <laughs> they're, they're great products. All right, so so targets 
you know, Target's had a target on its back for a while, and by the sound of things, yeah. and on its front. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you. Um, so, yeah. Tom, how, Thomas, how does this hurt the economy, or how does this hurt the retail sector? What does it mean? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Like everyone, everyone's pretty downbeat about the the outlook for the retail sector at the moment. You know, it, with COVID still dragging on. No, like there's a feeling that Target's not going to be the last big name that we're going to see hit the floor. We've seen a bunch of names go down already. Like who? Uh, Bardo, Jeans West, Kiki K, Tiger Lily, I've got a list here, Harris Scarfs, Colette, Ishka, Curious Planet, Aussie Disposals, G-Star. Curious Planet? Might have been suffering from some brand awareness, I think. Who's Curious Planet? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. And did you say G-Star? G-Star. That's because no one's bought anything from G-Star since... 2003. What do they sell? <laughs> Skateboards? No, they sell like $900 jeans. Oh, right. That's what I remember them as. I never I never owned a pair. I remember you I remember buying 90 pairs of jeans yeah. from Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> why would you why would you need one pair of $900 jeans when you get 90 pairs? Well, I think the I think the idea was that they would last more than 3 weeks. <laughs> I'm wearing my current <laughs> jeans from last last season. Last season, this came on half season. Last season's fashion, right? Yes. Oh man, they're all about the season, of course. Because every every three months, you got to upgrade your homewares. No, you don't. No, who who does no, you don't, who does that? You, but you can because it's twenty dollars. Yeah, and you can have a new look. <laughs> and I'm tired of this old rose gold. I want some new yeah. rose gold. Right, fair enough. <laughs> so there, so the, a lot of retails shutting down. Is that is it COVID? Is coronavirus responsible for all these things? Is it online? Are people moving online to buy stuff? Would have been difficult for Jace to spend twenty four hours online in a Kmart store. Are you asking Tom or the expert? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Well, What's your outlook again, for the retail sector, Jace? Retail, we know retail was dying. And last year, like Kmart bought Catch. Catch, oh, Catch of the Day? Catch of the Day. And definitely, I think this COVID stuff has kind of pushed Kmart closer. But they were turning, at one point, they had one Kmart that was just purely a warehouse. And we know stuff is all online and you can buy stuff online. But you still, there's nothing beats that kind of tactile looking at something. But as we see more AR and everything else, Mm. you can picture how you'd have that in your house. Click buy. And I think it will rival Amazon still if they're smart. And I think they're smart. Wow. It's a big call. call. Huge, huge call. Well, I I think it's interesting what you're saying about Kmart because online is held out as the holy grail of retail that all retail has been monstered by online, monstered by Amazon in particular. The whole set, the outlook for the whole sector has been awful for years. Kmart's been this one bright spot, which has been interesting. And then you've got COVID, which is driven online. So I think online sales are up 6% almost over March. It's like 20% year on year. So a big increase in online, but it's a still small drop in the pond. I think it's only 10% of Australian retail happens online. So it's still, we don't have the market penetration that you have in countries like the US. So yeah, it's interesting to see how they'll survive. And they were even talking about taking Target online. Like, I don't know how long that'll last, but... <laughs> Taking like Target a, just online. Just stock take. Just, you can buy one of their buildings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're repurposing a lot of Target stores as Kmart stores. So the ones that they're closing, like what happens to those? Like presumably, like do they just... like So there's Targets in the Westfield, you know, shopping centres around the place. So yeah. what, they just the close? Who, who's yeah. going to fill well, the void of Why Target? not have two Kmarts in the shopping centre? <laughs> it's a no-brainer. <laughs> 
like one of the rule Zara number one of Kmart. You can never have too <laughs> many Kmart. They've got two. They've got two Coles at um at Northcote in Melbourne that's in the right. same. So why not have that? Two Coles. Yeah, two, it blows my mind. Thomas, that's surely got to affect those. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad news. It's bad news for the landlords of those stores. Part of me looks at this and, and thinks that if you were looking to cut Target loose at some point, now is a pretty good time to do it. Because what they're talking about with the conversion of the, um, the, the Target stores to Kmart stores with the 90-odd that they're planning to do that with, they're saying it's subject to landlord support. That was in the, uh, was in the release. So they're asking landlords to come on board with that conversion process. And the AFR is saying it's like $1 or $2 million to convert a, tar- a target to a Kmart. In what way? They're, ask- they're asking landlords to contribute to refitting out That's what it's sounding like. like there's, not ex- there's no clear details on that. But it's kind of sounding like target's dying. You're going to have no tenant in a few months. Alternatively, you can chip in a million odd dollars and we'll give you a target. We'll give you a Kmart that's going to be around for 20 years Sold. maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> but surely they've got a lease. Like, why doesn't the why doesn't the landlord just say, "Well, too bad. You you got to keep paying the well, lease." Well, this is, I mean, this is why it's such an interesting time because there's a six month moratorium on evictions for commercial premises right now. A moratorium is that is that like an aquarium? Yeah, yeah, much like an aquarium. If your pets are named Mori. <laughs> You put them in a moratorium. No, a moratorium means a ban. So you're not allowed to, as a right. landlord, you're not allowed to kick out your tenants for six months. That's both residential and commercial if for not being able to pay the rent. This is this is great news. Like I imagine this renters around the country are just sitting there going, so I can't be kicked out for six months and I can ask my landlord to put in a jacuzzi <laughs> because I'm converting, <laughs> I want to convert my bathroom into more of a, palatial style jacuzzi. Like if, if you had if you had the market power that West Farmers has, then right. you should you should push for a jacuzzi. Definitely. <laughs> I mean we saw this with Solomon U and Premier Investments. Um, the guys they own Just Jeans, Portman, Smiggles, those guys. So early on in the crisis, Solomon Liu came out and said, look, we're not paying rent anymore. We're shuttering our stores for the time of the crisis and we're just not paying rent. Wow. Yeah. And he's got he's got yeah I'm Solomon Lou, fuck you. That's kind of his motto. Right. Um, <laughs> Not a direct quote. <laughs> Should be noted for those, oh, for, the, for the legal practitioners tuning in for the first time. It's on his message bank. That message, yeah. <laughs> But he's got, but he's got, he's got the clout to be able to do that because he's right. got, you know, hundreds of stores. And you know, what do you do? Take on Solomon Lou, sue, sue him, sue his company. You know, so most most landlords seem to be just copying it sweet. And so it seems right. like it's a, if you're gonna if you're gonna try and push it put it over on the landlords or put put some of the pain push some of the pain back onto landlords. Now is the perfect time to do this. And as, mm. as Jay's saying, don't feel too bad for them. This is not mum and dad investors. It's not you know Auntie Joan who's bought a Westfields. Like yeah. they're institutional investors, but still, I think there's a there's a push from the retail sector to push some of this pain back for restructuring that was going to happen anyway. That was being driven by online. They're pushing that restructuring back onto the pain of that back onto the landlords. So in terms of spending, we're talking about um, you know the, the retail sector and Target being converted into Kmart. Jay, so you are you have you noticed a dramatic change in your spending in your in your your outgoings? Possibly your incomings. Being a stand-up comedian, I imagine that uh, that's been tough for you. Yeah, certainly Melbourne Comedy Festival just disappearing and a couple of other fringe stuff that I kind of lost and had flights bought and hotel accommodation booked and I'm only just starting to get some of that stuff back. Right. And 
And the job keepers really kicked in for you, I, I mean. um Yeah, so fortunately, I can get job keeper being a casual worker. As oh, can you? Not yeah, not for well, basically three casual jobs that I kind of do around comedy. So right. I'm oh, a well, that's teacher. Good. Yeah, but haven't been teaching. I work work for Apple, and that does you know that's all casual. Um, right. But the job the job keeper has been kind of that kind of just that leg up. Are you at that sort of CXO level at Apple as well as you are at, at Wes Farmers and Kmart? Are you sort of mingling oh, with the C-suite? Uh, me and Joe, me, <laughs> the C-suite. Me and, Steve, of... me and Steve Jobs. Like, he's not actually dead. Um, <laughs> we're just... We're discussing the new... We're thinking about taking away the, the, the lightning jack now. I just think... Right, yeah. Good, you've good, had good. it too easy. Let's yeah. just make a, a square that you can just look at. Knowing the number of accessories that Kmart make for the iPhone, though, that's going to hurt Kmart, so you're going to have to pick a side. <laughs> Do you know what's hard is working in retail and people want them to buy a cable that's $29, and I'm just looking at them going, this is $5 at Kmart. <laughs> why wouldn't – why would – but I'll, I've got, you know, I sell it and then – And know. I hear that and I think it's $2 on eBay, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And then you, oh, they break so easy. I might as well just. <laughs> I'll order seven of them because you know they're going to break. Yeah. So Thomas, your spending is have you changed? Uh, I mean, we've yeah, we've 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 bunkered, but not defensively bunkered. Like we're not we're like panicking and like I haven't seen income my my income change at all. If anything, it's gone up. It's sort of been super busy times for economic consulting. Funnily enough, Pod, podcast is really booming. <laughs> booming. <laughs> How, when do I get paid for this? <laughs> Yeah. Soon, soon. We'll, we'll, we'll pay you what Kmart's paying you. Um, but we are, we are <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we're not spending just simply not because we don't want to, but just because we can't. You know, we're just not out and around, out and about spending like we used to. Mm. It's all that incidental spending, isn't yeah, it? Cafes yeah, cafes and cafes drinks and, yeah. out, ice creams for the kids, that sort of stuff. I mean, I think I, I fall into the category of, I read it, there was a survey done the other day of parents who are now drinking more than ever. I think my red wine consumption has increased. what happens if you hit it at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, so. Hey, homeschool them. That's why, that's why you've got to go to Coles. Go to Coles first, get your, little, get your docket, then go to Liquorland. Uh, get personal get finance tips with minimum Creek. chips. But we are, we are seeing this. We, we're seeing... Interesting, like the so this, the data on people we, who have received some sort of government benefits, whether it's the job seeker supplement or job keeper payments, we're seeing their spending go up during this period. But people who haven't been affected and who haven't lost jobs, their spending is going down substantially as well. Yeah, and it, and it's it's a big story. Like the you know you can kind of think about the household sector being about fifty to sixty percent of the economy. So small shifts in retail spending and have big impacts on the economy and it's just not clear how quickly that's all going to bounce back is that what your people are like on JobKeeper? is that they're meant to just spend all that money it would i think the the idea wasn't so much like you know sometimes you see like baby bonuses or government spending initiatives which are about stimul stimulating the economy and the idea is give people some money get them to go out and spend it that wasn't what jobs, this job seeker supplement or job keeper was about. That was more about people with mortgages, people with large debts, suddenly finding their an income. Electric skateboard <laughs> <laughs> from catch of the day. <laughs> At a discount, did you get staff discount as well? 
If that's not what I was meant to do with my job, Peter, I'm so, so sorry. But I just thought I could just... I bought, bought a, I went to Kmart, got a, got a skate helmet, and I'm just so radical. And I got a puffer jacket, so I look like Michael J. Fox. Kmart's not cool for the kids, is it? Or is, it, is Kmart cool for kids now as well? Because I thought it was just like a parents thing. Like, as you say, the Kmart mums kind of fitting out the house with, with good-looking, cheap homewares. Well, but you bought a skater matters. helmet. And, like, let's be honest, you're a 40-year-old man. Like, I don't think you... Not, not 40 yet. You're, not, you're not down at the look skate at park. <laughs> Hello, fellow students. Uh, <laughs> hey, rad people. Yeah. But is Kmart cool with that next generation I, down? I don't really sit there and hang out with the youths. Um, <laughs> that sharing the bargain has always been cool. So yeah. You got, you know, because you got it cheaper than what it should be, you talk about it and, you know, and therefore you save money. You sound like you're smarter. And yeah. that's... I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, I, like I yeah. look at, you know, the 50 cents of the world and Eminem and kind of the whole rap culture in the States. G-Star. G-Star. <laughs> They're not like flipping bling and kind of like, <laughs> guess, how much, on... <laughs> guess how much yo, I saved on how much I saved on this necklace. <laughs> it should be. That's where the raps are now. Yeah, it's 50 cent, not 50% off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is in next year's show. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're happy to contribute some material to the show. Yeah, and thank you for contributing your material to our show. And that seems like a pretty nice place to, to leave it there for, uh, for today. Probably some more pain to come in the retail sector, Thomas, but shifting, shifting, shifting sands. sands. Yeah, it might be some bright spots. West Farmers and Kmart looks like, you know, seems like... Kmart's got a cult following. Maybe they can bank on it. Yeah. Best of luck. Going to be the next Amazon, according that, to Jason. I'm That's banking right. on that. Yeah, you I heard it first yeah. on Minimum That's Chips. That's what I said. All right, Jace, Jason Pestel, uh, thank you for joining us on Minimum Chips. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Thanks for having me. That's us for another week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Jason, for joining us. Thank you, Thomas, for your uh, economic insights. And we'll see you again, hopefully, next week. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You should always consult with licensed professionals before making any financial or investment decisions, and do your own research.